Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Well, this is the time of year when we start to rewatch our favorite uh, Christmas movies. Uh, so next time you sit down to rewatch Elf or Scrooged or The Muppet Christmas Carol, you, you could share some of these facts with family and friends and impress them. For example, Bill Murray improvised almost all of his lines in Scrooged. Really? Uh, yeah, Bill was also in negotiations to play the lead in Bad Santa, but due to a scheduling conflict, the role went to Billy Bob Thornton. Okay. F- uh, four plot lines were cut from Love Actually. The director originally wanted to have 14 love stories. The Muppet Christmas Carol was the first Muppet movie to be made without Jim Henson. He passed away in 1990, two years before the movie came out. Okay. Tim Burton said his storyline for The Nightmare Before Christmas was inspired by seeing a collision of Halloween and Christmas decorations in stores. Seems about right. Yeah. Uh, if you're able to sit through a wonderful life, the FBI issued a memo in 1947 about It's a Wonderful Life being a possible infiltration by communists into the movie industry. Wow. The movie also did terribly at the box office. Yeah, it's only gone on. It, it bombed at the box office. It's only gone on to have this cult-like Christmas status since. But it put the director $525,000 in debt. That's why I boycott it. <laughs> <laughs> Not because it's extremely boring. You know, it really isn't. It's a terrific movie. I sat through it a, a a few times. I have fallen asleep many a time. Right. But it is a terrific story but it's long and yes because it's the 1940s it's slow uh and it's black and white which i even struggle with now mm. uh a charlie brown christmas i, I struggle with standard deaf yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, <laughs> you I know. see you know, even on youtube like because we watch like hockey highlights yeah you see something that rolls back into standard deaf you're like how did we ever watch games like this we just never knew any different yeah of course you know my yeah. mother's tv is not in high def my mother-in-law's tv is not in high def and when i go over there i'm always thinking i got to fiddle with the the functions yeah to, Clear up the picture, but no, it is what it is. Um, a Charlie Brown Christmas was originally supposed to have a laugh track, but Charles Schultz was against it. Oh. Yeah. Frosty the Snowman and Santa Claus is Coming to Town were both songs first before they became children's specials. Yes, that makes sense. The director of 1966 animated How the Grinch Stole Christmas gave the Grinch a green color because he was inspired by an ugly green car he rented. Yeah, the kids were watching the uh, the Jim Carrey one the other day, which is still a little creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah. little weird. The animated ones are more fun. Is that with Mike Myers? Is no, Jim one? Carrey. But my, isn't Mike Myers? Oh, Mike Myers is Cat in a Hat. Right. Yes. Yeah, right. Uh, Mythbusters prove that just like in a Christmas story, you can get your tongue stuck to a piece of cold metal. Okay. And I learned this little fact the other day. Uh, I was uh, watching um, unknown or um, edited moments from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And I've always wondered, when they go out into the field to get the tree, and uh, the son says to Chevy Chase, did you bring the saw, Dad? And And he goes, bonk, and he realizes he didn't. The next thing you see, the tree is attached to the top of the car with all the roots. Right, gotcha, they're driving yes. home, and I've always wondered, well, how the hell did he get it out of the ground? I, my assumption was maybe he had chains and tied it to the back of the car and right. yanked it. But the car, it couldn't drive it out that far into the middle of nowhere. Anyhow, in this little documentary I watched on YouTube, turns out an uh, there was an unedited scene where Chevy, when realizing he forgot the saw, goes back 
to the hut where the guy who sells the trees and, and begs and borrows for some kind of shovel or saw. Gotcha. Or b- begs and borrows for a saw. The guy has all these rules about how we don't lend out saws and, you know, a crusty old man running this place. He ends up giving him a shovel. Okay. And so he dug it out of the ground himself. But they cut that whole scene out just probably for time or Right, whatever. yeah. So there you go. That's You can explain next time you watch it, which I'm sure will be in a week or two. Right. You can When someone says, well, how the hell did he get the tree out You've of the ground? you considered that? What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've watched the movie so many times now. I spend more time pointing out the mistakes. Right. Maybe it's because you normally cut down your own tree. You've probably mm. been through that situation. Can imagine mm. you'd forgotten the shovel. Me and my fake tree. <laughs> never, <laughs> never experienced that. Contemplated. Huh. No, I can tell you, they all have saws. Yeah. Yeah, they give them to you. They lend them to you. I mean, I always get down on the... Oh, when the kids were allowed to do the whole damn thing. Go in, cut it, pull it out. But now, I just get down on the ground for the initial kind of ceremonial tug of the saw. Yeah. And then I stand back and the boys... <laughs> Finish her up. <laughs> you do this. Yeah, that's right. So uh, every uh, every year around this time, a company called Unicode uh, lists the most popular emojis for 2021. Now, uh, this Unicode uh, group, they're in charge of standardizing all the emojis we use on different platforms. So oh, okay. It really is the official list, I guess. And once again, the crying laughing emoji, uh, number one. Technically, it's called the face with tears of joy emoji. Okay. Uh, it's been number one since 2017. Now, is that straight on crying laughing? Because there's one that's kind of slightly twisted as well. Well, uh, those those fall in behind. Okay. But that one is the number one. The, the uh, other popular emojis, of course, face with tears. Then the uh, red heart uh, rolling on the floor laughing. That's the one where it's kind of on an angle, I think. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Which is like the tears of joy. Uh, thumbs up is on the list. Yes. The top five. And loudly crying face, where it looks like two rivers of tears are flowing down. The uh, other ones in the top ten, including the folded hands prayer, face blowing a kiss, smiling face with hearts, okay, smiling face with heart eyes, and the smiling face with rosy cheeks. Right. No eggplant or peach to be seen. Are those your uh, your go tos? Always been my favorite. I uh, I use the face palm a lot. These days? What's the face palm? The hand, uh, oh, a, a right. guy with a hand up. Uh, in frustration. Frustration face. Um, Giving people the bird. Yeah. Is that one quite a bit? Uh, the pointing up one I've seen a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just agreeing with the, the statement above you. And, uh, of course, the poop emoji is a, a always, go-to. It's always a classic. There are flag, uh, 258 different flag emojis. But, like, nobody uses them. Right. Yeah, oh, they're, really? They're at the bottom of the list for things that get used. Very, very rare. I'm, I'm uh, as, a, as an adult and, uh, I would think, a, a growing man on some level, I'm, uh, I'm very hesitant to use emojis a lot. It okay. seems very childlike. Well, I don't generally search for them. It's when you type something and then the emoji comes up to replace it. Mm. That's when I tend to add it. I'm big with the GIFs. The GIFs. Oh, okay. The GIFs, right? Yes, I like I like, like a, those. Now? I like attaching those to those to are fun texts. Yeah, like you know, on a Friday, I'll send Maria like a Happy Friday, you know, like dancing characters or something. I, I like sending those. Right. That that makes me giggle. Or she'll send one like when she's on her way home, where the car is like flying down the road, and then I'll send uh, back a. Sometimes it's easier just to send those right. than to get into a conversation online. We, we need an emoji for the F word. Like, what is that? I guess, I guess that's the middle finger. Probably the bird. Yeah. The bird. Yeah. Or I just type the letters. 
Well, I know, but then it auto corrects to duck. And I, and then <laughs> no one's ever ducking. So maybe maybe we should just get a duck emoji that replaces that. Yeah, maybe. Do you go with the EFF or just a big F, or do you type the, like, do you actually put in the... Uh... Not usually EFF. I'll do an F apostrophe ING. All right. If anything. Right. Just to avoid ducking things. I know when I'm sending a text to my grandma, <laughs> she prefers the whole word spelt out. The ancient Romans in Pompeii had near-perfect dental health due to a low-sugar diet with fruits and vegetables and a local water source rich in fluorine. Oh, okay. The FBI followed Russell Crowe around for almost two years in the early 2000s. After they got a credible threat, Al-Qaeda was going to kidnap him as a cultural destabilization plot. Right. What was he doing? Why Russell Crowe? I don't know. What was he doing, like... Well, it was a big deal there from, you know, between uh, Gladiator and... Uh, yeah, but he's an Aussie, right? Like, Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they didn't realize that. <laughs> they thought he was American because he put on that accent in the movies. The Bahamas almost became a Canadian province in 1911, but the plan fell through mostly because of a wave of racist fear that black people would leave the Bahamas to come live in other provinces. Right. No black person's leaving the Bahamas to go to Manitoba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gold Jets. <laughs> um, <laughs> they tried to do the same with Turks and Caicos yeah. more recently, right? They're desperate to get something down there. Well, something where you can go Canadian at par. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's right. Nice. Uh, and yeah, flying in and out so much easier because you're within country. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you'd think so. But then, you know, cross Canada flights. Have not been the cheapest Maybe. either, right? Just, yeah. <laughs> so you imagine what they're going to pile on for Air Canada to go to Turks and Caicos if it was a Canadian province. You can fly from Buffalo to Arizona for eleven dollars. <laughs> from Toronto to Turks and Caicos for eleven thousand. The guy who found the North Face died in 2015 from hypothermia after kayaking. In an accident, kayaking. That's right. Yes, and he died. No, no, no. That was that was the the founder of the North Face like clothing brand, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, they're good jackets. Yeah. Not waterproof. So. Yeah, I guess not. Uh, the original lyrics to Rupert Holmes' "Escape the Pina Colada" song, okay, were if you like Humphrey Bogart and get caught in the rain and getting caught in the rain. But Holmes thought he had too many Bogart references to other songs, so he changed the lyric to If You Like Pina Coladas. Really? Also, apparently, he doesn't even like Pina Coladas. <laughs> of course not. He thinks they taste like kale pectate, <laughs> the diarrhea medicine. But he likes the checks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He'll cash all of those. Yeah. That's a great old 70s. <laughs> the song's been crapping money for him for a yeah, long time. certainly has. Speaking of crap and money, yesterday I saw this Richard Dreyfus thing. You know, every now and then they'll interview actors about and talk about their most poignant uh, characters. Right, yeah. And he says that when he did American Graffiti, when he was very young, um, the director, uh, Star Wars, George Lucas, yeah. um, decided to give all the cast members like one-tenth of a percent of like the gross box office. Yeah. 
To this day, he makes more money off of that one-tenth of a percent from American Graffiti in the 70s than he made from any movie he ever made. Really? That's what he claims. Yeah, yeah well, that might have been the start of that kind of, you know, hey, a piece of the box office yeah. for the actors, too. Because it was Harrison Ford who did that with Lucas and Star Wars, right? That's right. And John Travolta did it with Grease and Saturday Night Fever, where he said, I'll take a piece of the soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> and they sold well. That turned out all right. Gave him a plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the inventor of Tickle Me Elmo was a Unabomber suspect. The FBI actually talked with him over six months due to many coincidences that linked him to the Unabomber. He wasn't cleared until uh, Ted Kaczynski was arrested. Really? Yeah. There was something wrong with that Tickle Me Elmo. Yeah. There was other stories about him, wasn't there? Or was the guy who no, played was the actual yeah, Elmo, yeah. yeah. To keep kids from cheating on a, the university entrance exam, Uzbekistan literally shuts down the entire internet in the country on test day. Wow. No internet. Could you imagine? No Pornhub in Uzbekistan <laughs> for one day? How do you relax before your test? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Corona didn't pay to have their beer featured in the Fast and Furious franchise. The producers just picked it because it fit the vibe of the characters. The free product placement has been worth at least... 15 million to Corona. No kidding. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of money paid mm-hmm. for product placement. When yeah. you see, you know, like you know, Bond forever, of course, mm-hmm. right? Was, you know, he wanted, liked his martini, shaken, yep. not stirred, and all of a sudden showed up with Heineken. Yeah. In Casino Royale. Yeah, yeah. I think one of them that really kind of kicked it off was the Italian job with the Mini Coopers. That's true, yes. Yeah. And now you see, like, so many shows with Audi. Audi pulled, there's those zeros, right? Yeah. You know, well, there's there's $27 million. Uh, Disney's Pocahontas originally had a role written for John Candy. He was voicing a turkey named Red Feather, but the character was cut after his death. Hmm. Yeah. Every time that comes around, it's a moment to pause and say, oh, damn it. He was good. John Candy. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, we just saw it, too, with the American Thanksgiving planes, yeah. trains, and automobiles on. Yeah. Mm, so good. It's a, you know, it's a tough one. Well, we learned neat facts uh, that one time about, uh, like, little moments, like when he walks in with Steve Martin, and Steve Martin's wife looks at Dell and has a real lo- sigh of relief, and we learned later that stuff that was edited out was that she thought Steve Martin was having an There's affair. a great YouTube uh, mini-documentary yeah. uh, on the kind of the, the extended story behind yeah. the scenes of, uh, of planes, trains, and automobiles. If you're a fan of the movie, you should really watch it. Well, the next medication Grandpa has to go on might come with a slightly unsettling side effect. A new study found that Viagra might uh, stave off Alzheimer's. Oh. Researchers at the Cleveland Clinic have been trying to figure out if any drugs already approved by the FDA could help with Alzheimer's. And generic Viagra looks promising. They went through more than 7 million medical records and found that men who were on it were much likely to develop Alzheimer's over a six-year period. <laughs> take care of me now, yeah, and you won't have to take care of me as much later. Poor grandma, though. <laughs> now grandpa's going to take the Viagra, want sex, forget he wanted sex, want sex again. Uh, this one stat they listed as perfect, too. Older guys who took Viagra on a regular basis cut their risk by 69%. (laughs) Of course they did. Of course they did. Now, here's a trend, speaking of sex. 
Uh, putting a Christmas tree in your bedroom will improve your sex life. Some stores in the UK did a little study and found more couples were putting Christmas trees in their bedroom to improve the loving. The loving. They claim one in six couples are doing it this year because it provides a more romantic atmosphere. Oh. They say the pine smell is part of it. So once again, <laughs> real trees are better than fake. Gotcha. Because in the bedroom, of course, you want real wood. <laughs> right? <laughs> You're pining for it. Yes, you are. Might spruce things up. See, this is why we make huge, huge dollars. Dad joke central. Uh, a spokesperson for the company even offered up an explanation. He claims... It connects us with nature and reminds us of us earlier of, of our earliest ancestors who slept and made love outdoors. Because you know, when you're horny, thinking of your great 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 grandma <laughs> is always the trigger to keep her going. I'm just gonna put up a bunch of those pine tree air fresheners everywhere. <laughs> Let's go, babe. <laughs> So this Travis Scott whole uh, Astro World concert is going to take some time to sort out, or maybe not, because he's officially denied that he's responsible for the ten deaths and hundreds of injuries that occurred in Houston. His denial came in the form of a legal response to eleven lawsuits that name him and his companies as defendants. He asked that the claims against him be dismissed. He's expected to do this with every civil suit against him, and there's a ton of them. So. A motion was filed last week to combine all uh, 275 cases that have been filed so far. Since so many of them are basically the same, this would make things more efficient and require one judge to handle the whole thing. Okay. We'll see how that all plays out, you would assume. Like when when you're being sued for millions and millions of dollars, because isn't uh, Drake uh, named in this thing as well, I He's think? He's one of them, some of the Astroworld partners, yeah. So I guess it's all based, like, your insurance, I guess. You, you pay into insurance, which, because the money will never come directly out of his pocket. Uh, likely no. Right. Uh, you know, I'm assuming he's got insurers that are a part of this. But, you know, insurance companies generally don't love paying out. Mm-hmm. And if they can find that, you know, did it'll go back to the footage of the concert, right? right? Like, right. like if he was on stage and he's been known to do this in the past, telling people to ignore security. Right. If he's caught doing that or if he was doing that during that show, telling people to to rush the stage, get up here and, and ignore security, then that's an issue. Right, and they'll try to maybe duck out of it on that. Jesse Smollett, do you remember that name? Jesse Smollett, yes. Yeah, he, uh, back in 2019, oh, remember 2019. Remember how easy life seemed? Anyhow, uh, he had this story where he was coming out of like a subway or some fast food uh, restaurant at like 2 in the morning, or, and he got jumped, he claimed, uh, in Chicago. Um, so he, this is still ongoing in court because, of course, it turned out that it was a complete lie and he made it all up. So now he's being charged with uh, six counts of felony disorderly conduct for allegedly making false reports to police. He could go to prison for three years on this thing, but they say more likely he'll be sentenced to probation and community service. Anyhow, okay. the two men who supposedly attacked him testified last week uh, that Jussie paid them 3500 bucks to attack him while yelling racist and anti-gay slurs. Uh, Jussie said the 3500 bucks was for nutrition and training advice, but he also said that he and the attackers did drugs together and had engaged in sexual acts more than once. Okay. I still, I don't think to this day he's ever admitted as to w- what was his end game in coming up with this story. 
I mean, I think it had something to do. He was um, so Empire or one of those shows yes. I think he was on. And maybe it was contract negotiations. He was trying to play the guilt card a bit mm. or make them feel bad and give them more money. I think that's what his angle was at the time. Whatever it was, it was an odd angle. Yeah, it didn't work out for him, that's for sure. This, I think, is going to be amazing. Netflix is putting together an 11-day comedy festival in L.A. with over 130 comedians. So, hey, it's a festival in L.A.? Yeah. So it's not just a Netflix special then? No, I guess it's an ongoing thing. It goes from April 28th to May 8th. The shows will take place at different venues around L.A., um, just a small sample of the major names on the bill. Ali Wong, Amy Schumer, Chelsea Handler, Chris Rock, Conan O'Brien, David Letterman, Dax Shepard, Ellen DeGeneres, Jerry Seinfeld, Joel McHale, Ken Jeong, Kevin Smith, Larry David, Mike Myers, Patton Oswald. I didn't even know Mike Myers did stand-up. Say Mike Myers on there, okay. Yeah. Oh, he'll probably do some kind of theater. He'll do some sure. little production. Pete Davidson, Ray Romano, Seth Rogen. Uh, Gabriel Iglesias will perform at Dodgers Stadium, making him the first stand-up comedian to ever do so. Okay. And Kevin Hart is headlining at the Crypto.com Arena, you know, the old Staples Center. Gotcha. Chappelle, Dave will be at the Hollywood Bowl. Bill Burr and John Mulaney will be at the Forum. And Amy Poehler and Tina Fey are hosting a freewheeling conversation at a YouTube theater. Seems a bit weak. (laughs) (laughs) no Eddie Murphy I'm not going (laughs) Kevin Smith's another odd one because I know he loves he did those tours talking about all his small rats and other movies but he basically just gets up and tells tales of how tough it was to work with you know certain actors and and, and the behind the scenes stuff Right? he's engaging I guess but not necessarily that funny as a stand up he knows a couple of people they can throw some jokes in for him yeah I mean he writes terrifically funny movies or he used to it's been a while since Kevin well, and listen, when you're when you're among that list of performers, yeah. I don't think Kevin Smith is expected to, you know, blow the doors off the place or anything. Yeah, he, he's just, probably just begging, "Don't put me on just, after Chris just Rock. Give me five minutes <laughs> yeah. at like one in the morning." Right. So there's that uh, to look forward to if you have Netflix. And uh, tonight's a busy, busy night at the Venn House. I don't know what to do. I got things PVRing. I want to watch stuff live. It's a whole thing. Because you got live in front of a studio audience. Oh, facts of life. Different different strokes, strokes, yeah. Kevin Hart's in that too, right? That's right. And actually last night on Kimmel, the whole cast of both shows were on with Kimmel. Okay. I recorded that. I'm going to watch that over lunch today. (laughs) And the People's (laughs) Choice Awards are on at 9 o'clock. That's very late for me. I'll probably just end up in bed. I'll turn it on and fall asleep five minutes in. But that's where the people, the people give the awards. They dictate who wins from movies and television. Sure they do. Yeah. You watch that one, too? I watch them all. You know I do. Oh Keenan Thompson to host that. Goodness. What are you watching tonight? As Leaf came on today. Eh, they've lost two in a row. I know. They? Season's done. I, well, this is it. Season's over. Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.